0: Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers and screenplays. We are your hosts. I'm Ryan. Hey, I'm Nathan. And we are back for episode 87 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. Uh, It's funny, we were just looking at our list of episodes mapped out. We've got now episodes planned up to number 331 we have different topics all different slightly different topics uh related to screenplays and screenplay writing that we just cannot wait to get to all all 331 um nathan what one are you looking forward to most would you say
1: probably gaffer's tape
0: gaffer's tape oh we have some stories about using gaffer's tape mm-hmm. um, from the industry. We've never used it in a screenplaywriting context.
1: Or a film context.
0: Not at all. But we have wrapped presents to each other in it for mm-hmm. Christmas. And it's
1: good tape. Just in tape. And it's kind of actually bad to wrap a present in tape because then you're you want a sticky. wrapping paper in there and then maybe using the tape to hold the wrapping paper together.
0: Yeah, that um, would have been smarter if we had actually used paper as well and just used tape like like normal tape is used. But we wrapped the entire pair of shoes that, that I got, Nathan, in it. It just ruined, ruined the, shoes. the shoes. Yeah, yeah these the leather sticky, shoes just completely now. ruined by yeah. tape. Tried tried to clear it off with Goo Gone, but it didn't work.
1: Didn't work, completely ruined. It was kind of the worst Christmas ever, actually, and... No, that's a title for a movie, The Worst Christmas Ever.
0: Oh, I like Actually the Worst Christmas Ever.
1: Actually the Worst. It's kind of like a teen movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like it.
1: Or here's another one, Kind of Like a Teen Movie.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, there you go. I like Kind of Like a Teen Movie. That is
1: great. Oh, we're still so tired, hey? Oh, we're
0: so exhausted. We Here's another what week, and we're... Break down, give people, if they haven't listened to last week's episode, break it down for them briefly. <laughs>
1: Well, we were tired, so we called up my unlicensed doctor, Yeah. family physician, Dr. Graham. Unlicensed Dr. Graham. He, conv- he uh, admitted to some lying. I guess he was, like, scamming us, essentially. Yeah. But we had a good chat, and he's becoming a mechanics apprentice now. And... Yeah. and- we felt a lot better, a lot healthier, but ultimately we're back again to being tired just because yeah. we're so busy. We've got this podcast. We've got the app we're working on. I'm yeah. learning to code myself, screenplay, writing app. Um, let's going to tear up of the scene, and we're roasting beans away. It's like we can't manage all of these things.
0: No, we've got too much going on. And
1: it's it's really, you know, the when you're balancing so many plates, you're going to drop one and it's going to smash at some point. but who knows when that'll be
0: who knows uh when it'll be but it's absolutely true but it we were happy to help out have helped out unlicensed dr graham get his feet back in the water his feet were out of the water we helped him get back in dive back in and um i think he's really thriving it's only been a week but uh he mentioned to us just the other day that he has put in his application at mechanic school and he's they actually waiting asked to hear him, back. he's waiting to hear back. They he he told us they actually waived the entrance fee for him so he didn't have to pay anything. That's and really nice. That's a
1: really nice story.
0: Yeah, and that they also were hiring him as a TA. Of the mechanic school and paying him a bit of a salary. so Right
1: off the bat. That's amazing. Good for amazing, him. But he doesn't yeah. know if he's in yet, but yeah. he will be a TA.
0: Yeah, certainly amazing news that he told us. Almost unbelievable, but uh, got to be true. Fantastic. Today's episode 87, Nathan, and today we are talking about monologues, which are speeches delivered by one person. And they're known to be good ways for actors, primarily good ways for actors to show off. Totally. So that's why we never include them in our screenplays.
1: Never, ever, ever. No. Nope. Actors have big egos yeah. and they want to flaunt them.
0: Yeah. They're big enough to begin with, the, the egos, right? Why feed it? unnecessarily
1: you know how like it's like don't feed the ducks at a park yeah there's a sign like that they should have one of those on set that says don't feed the actor's ego
0: yes because it's already big enough
1: yes the size of venus
0: it's like the song don't feed the reaper by blue oyster cult
1: don't feed the actor yep in brackets (sighs) ego ego
0: yeah so that's why we don't write them. But we we thought we would talk about what they are, so that you know what not to write. Exactly. That's why we are addressing it. So, what you want to consider when not writing monologues is not writing long bits of dialogue for an individual to go off on. Mm-hmm. You want to write things for actors in which they don't have the opportunity to really express themselves, to really get in a zone, because the deeper they get into a zone the worse their egos will be
1: you want short snippy conversations no more than a line or two per person
0: yeah nobody is
1: getting that much screen time uh no actor feels like they're the focus of attention
0: Absolutely. You also. It, it's helpful to have three or more actors in a scene at any one time, so that not one of them gets the focus for more than a couple seconds. And a
1: bunch of a bunch of characters that kind of come through, like wait, like uh, servers and yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know, like uh, someone, just characters that backgrounders, backgrounders, yeah, that can divert the focus, focus a second for a line, etc.
0: Exactly. The other thing we do is that when we when we have a scene in which it's absolutely necessary to have three or four lines of of dialogue by an individual, you want to end those three or four lines with them, you know, falling in the mud, possibly, or getting soup spilled on them or something where they end up looking ridiculous. And that helps pop the balloon of their ego. On the spot.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Never be afraid to give your actors embarrassing tasks or things to do.
0: Because most of them actually like it anyway. It gives them a chance to show off their chops. And you do want to enable them to show off their chops. Oh, yeah. Chops, good. Ego, Ego, bad. bad. That's a hair's rule. Hair's
1: rule. There you go. (laughs) Going to get that printed. On my bedspread.
0: Let's get four copies (laughs) in two languages. Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. We're absolutely thrilled today on script surgery, which is where we break down a script and bring it back to life. Uh, We take an existing script and show what we would have done to make the script actually work. Um, Today we're going to talk about glass. Glass. Nathan, why don't you kick this one off?
1: Glass is an M. Night Shyamalan film. It's about uh, superheroes and their powers. Once again, it's filled with massive twists and turns from every direction. Yep. And leading to a final climactic conclusion yep. and a denouement that is simply the icing on the cake <clears throat> of a fantastic cake. 10 uh, out of 10. No changes necessary. I threw my red pen in the garbage before watching this film.
0: Yeah, and from my perspective, little secret, didn't even bring a red pen, didn't even bring one because I knew I wouldn't need it. I didn't even bring paper, and that's something I always bring everywhere is paper and a pen. And this one, when I, as soon as I saw Shyamalan, I thought, no need. So, and the good news is it delivered. You know the question of did oh, it deliver? Absolutely. It delivered in spades.
1: From opening credits to ending credits,
0: yeah, to the role,
1: to the role at the end where we stayed. We, we always waited.
0: stay. We always stay. We recommend you end. stay until so we're kicked out. What I tried to do is read every name on the screen as a tribute,
1: out loud, out in a loud mi- in a microphone,
0: as a bit of just just a tribute and a bit of respect to the, all the hundreds of people who work on every screenplay.
1: James McMurphy. Sound editing. Kendra
0: Sparkle, Peter Gorvelson. Uh, the names are hilarious. It's it's amazing the, that, the variety of a d- names you get.
1: Drinking game right there. Bring oh, a couple yeah. beers in and say every time you get to ridiculous name, drink. You'll be Love drunk it. before the first credit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then you'll need like a 12 pack by the end of the movie because you're gonna need another 12 beers.
1: Exactly.
0: It's pretty incredible the breadth and variety of surnames out there. It's really amazing. I, I every goofy. day goofy, um, yeah. goofy, stuff. And and you know, it's like it seems goofy to us just because only we're not making fun of the names. It's only because we've never seen that name before.
1: Exactly, and it gets giggling.
0: It gets you giggling just because it's a surprise. And I totally respect all types of surnames, all cultures, all number of syllables. But it's quite amazing the breadth. Totally. So Glass was a great screenplay. We loved it when we read it six or seven times. We loved it in the screening itself, which we were invited to, paid full price, uh, saw with everyone else. We were invited to when we saw the ad in the paper for it. Um, (laughs) It was fantastic. We loved it. It's just another in a long line of Shyamalan movies that delivered on its promise of action and adventure.
1: Couldn't have said it better.
0: Yeah. So 10 out of 10, no changes, no red pen necessary on that one. Nothing necessary.
1: Let's do logline cage match. This is where we pitch each other ideas, simulating a Hollywood pitch session. Um, We give each other no holds barred feedback, completely honest, Um, just to see what it'd be like. Um, And Ryan, do you have an idea?
0: I do. It's called The Unlicensed Dentist. A man who says he's a dentist works for five years in a dentist office with a dentist certificate on his wall that strangely seems blurry and people can't read it it later comes out that he was unlicensed all along and he had created money pyramids that scammed several clients but then he comes clean, is forgiven, and becomes a house painter the unlicensed dentist what do you think?
1: little bit unrealistic
0: Well, the funny thing is you wouldn't have known it from the description, but it's actually based on the story we heard from last week. I I totally disguised it, though. Uh, Based on, you remember, unlicensed Dr. Graham. Right, right, right. I created this one with a dentist so that we wouldn't have to pay him life rights.
1: That's so smart. I didn't yeah. even think of it because it wasn't a doctor. It was a dentist. Yeah,
0: it was a dentist.
1: Now that you think about it, there's some details in there that sort of match up to the story. Well, so I wanted to
0: sense. tie it in a little bit, but yeah. didn't want to totally use his life so we wouldn't have to no, his life No, and we, it's
1: influenced by, but not, exactly. not directly inspired by. Yeah, what I wow, like to say is- Wow, that's smart. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I like to say informed by. Because there, we, everyone knows the the structure of the buys. Yep. There is uh, there is uh, uh, there written is by written by story uh, by story by uh, based on a true story, influenced by actual events, sort of related to uh, events that might have happened
1: loosely connected to events that may or may not have occurred.
0: Yep, that's what that was Argo did that. Mhm. And then there's influenced by and then there's partially influenced by then there's vaguely connected to, and then there's informed by tangentially. And this one's an informed by tangentially. So 0.001% of the story is the same as what actually happened.
1: And no payment necessary, no and payment no one necessary. will ever know. It's yeah. perfect plan. Wow, I love it.
0: Perfect plan. So that's what we're going to do. Nathan and I are working on that. Uh, well, we're going to be working on it soon since Nathan has uh, now heard the idea. Uh, I think it's safe to say we're going to move I ahead it. with it. We're going to move ahead of it, yeah. Beautiful. Um, so that's fantastic. Well uh what we're gonna have to do though is first catch up on some sleep because so tired. We're tired. We've been burning the candle at all three ends. And we need we just something's gotta give, which is a movie term for saying that you're tired. Um If yeah. this
1: was a movie, this would be the third act of the movie.
0: Beginning of the third act? Yeah. Where So what happens in the third act? <laughs> it's like um, something very dire has happened, right? We're at our lowest point because we're tired. Lowest point, that's it. We're at our lowest point. We're we exhausted. We need to figure out a way to get out of it. We need to surge to the, the conclusion, the climax, Absolutely. Right on. Well, it's been a tiring but fantastic episode yet again, Nathan. Thanks very much uh, for for being here, as always. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this episode was about uh, monologues, not mono, which is like a, a disease where you feel really tired, which is what we feel like we have. That's the connection there. Informed by.
1: There you go.
0: And I guess we will see you again in 7, assuming we get some sleep down. And I hope everyone's doing well. As always, keep your dialogue snappy.
1: Always keep writing, and see you at the movies.